You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening, everybody. Robert Carrillo here, and uh, we are here tonight for our midweek, and we're going to be doing something really special tonight. I'm really excited about what we're doing. I think this is going to be an important evening for a lot of reasons. Um, I'm here with our CR team for the metro region, and I uh, get to be here with uh, David and Lexis Yamas over here, and we got Montel Johnson and Karen Alice over here. They are the superheroes of the CR ministry, and CR ministry is an incredibly important ministry. Uh, I really didn't know anything about it most of the early part of my Christian life, and it wasn't until I moved to New York. And uh, Michelle and I moved there, and, and I was introduced to the CR ministry, which stands for, most of you probably know, chemical recovery, but, um, but some of you may not know. And that's part of why we're doing tonight. And, and, and we also just want to kind of remind everybody what this is about and how important it is, because um, it is vital to Jesus' ministry. Jesus came to set captives free and right now, uh, according to the latest stats, I've seen over 21 million Americans struggle with addiction. And roughly about 4% of the population at any time is having an addiction issue. And 10% of the population will either already has or will go into an addiction. And, and, and that might sound like just kind of out there because, you know, there's 350 million people in our country. But... If you break that down to our region, we have about 370 members. That means about 37 of our members will be struggling at some point with addiction. And so it does affect us. And maybe even more importantly, all of us, most likely, maybe not everyone, but probably 99% of us have had some kind of encounter with addiction. Either ourselves or somebody we love, we saw their lives destroyed, or somebody who was significant in our life, their addiction affected our life. Many of us spend half our lives overcoming the trauma from somebody else's addiction, a parent or a sibling or a roommate or somebody we're close to. So it's, it's a huge problem that affects all of us. And, 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 the, and the incredible thing is as disciples, of course, Jesus came to set us free and, and to give us a new life and life to the full. And and, and free us from things like addictions, things that destroy our lives, things that cause damage not only to us, but our children, our friends, our families. And so we have a huge privilege tonight. I'm really excited about this. I'm so grateful uh, for all of you, for David, for Lexus, and for Karen and Montel, for all that you guys do. And, and you know, you don't get paid to do this. You don't, you don't get extra brownie points. I think you might get an upgrade in heaven. The, your, your, your mansion might be bigger. Uh, maybe have a pool with it or something. But, okay. but I know that these are tough things to deal with. And these are problems that cause a lot of pain in life. And I'm so grateful because, you know, it's kind of like the firemen. When other people are running out, you guys run in to deal with these issues and to take on these problems. So I've, I've got some questions I'd like to ask. And uh, maybe just to kind of get the ball rolling, I'm going to start with you, Lexus. Mm-hmm. Tell us what is CR. So CR is a Bible-based ministry that helps people to recover and Mm -hmm. to remain sober from substance abuse. Uh, Mm -hmm. We meet in small groups. Right now, because of the pandemic, we've been meeting on Zoom. So every Tuesday at 730, 
we have people from all over LA. Mm -hmm. uh, we use the Bible as our standard. It's a mm -hmm. repentance-based ministry that helps people get in touch with the usage and the the challenges they've had because of substance abuse yeah. and how it affected other people. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. good, good, good. And maybe you could tell us like what drew you, and I'd, I'd love to invite everybody into this question of what drew you to CR? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely for me, um, it was introduced to me while I was studying the Bible. I thought it was an AA type of meeting, so I didn't want to go mm. to CR. But once I got baptized, um, I started going to CR. And mm. I'm not going to lie, I hated it in the beginning, but I thought that God will keep me sober. And mm. my discipling partner challenged me and said, well, what if this is God's way to keep you sober? Right. And that convicted me to stay in CR. Mm, um, it's been 20 years. I've been a disciple 20 years. I have been in CR the whole 20 years. And it really changed my life to see other people change. It changed me so much. I went back to school to become a substance abuse counselor. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. How about, how about you guys? We'll go around here. Start with you, Karen. Sure. And what so, drew you to CR? Uh, so people drew me to CR. I w had been a Christian about 16 years at the time, and I was going through a really hard time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I hit a ceiling spiritually. And what I realized is I started drinking when I was about 15. Mm -hmm. And so the time when people would be getting ready for college, when they'd be learning how to balance their checkbook, doing all of those things, I was using alcohol. And so I missed out on learning all of those things. And so while I was trying to live a righteous life, life as a disciple, I couldn't do that because mm -hmm. I lacked just general tools in how to just be a good, productive person in society. Yeah. And so it was very frustrating to me. And the people that were helping me said, well, maybe you should try to go see to CR. And a lot like Lex, I didn't think I had a problem with CR um, even or with chemicals, even though I started drinking so early in life. Um, and so I kicked and fought and <laughs> screamed. Um, but it really did impact my life. It really helped me to learn not just practicals on, you know, how to financially be responsible, but how to problem solve in relationships mm. and how to take responsibility for my own actions and the things that I did in my life that, you know, caused me harm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, it was changed my whole life. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Montel, tell us. I came to CR <clears throat> initially, um, in the beginning, when I got baptized in '95, I came, but uh, I didn't agree with it, and so I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't do the journal. Sounds so like everybody goes in kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming. <laughs> so I got booted out. I needed it. Mm. I definitely needed. It. I came when I came in. I was using drugs, and, and everybody knew that. And uh, um, it, was okay. it was I was good with stopping, but then after uh, maybe five years, I used again. Mm. And then went back to CR. It was suggested I go back, and I did, and I got in. That was in, I believe, 2001, and I graduated from CR in 2004. Mm -hmm. But what 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 brought me was was just the the the, the, the need just to have a relationship with God, to stay sober. Mm -hmm. They had people in my life to help me out, and so CR yeah. did that for me. CR yeah. helped me to, to understand why I was using the, the 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 path that I took to get to where I was. Yeah, yeah. And to be able to stay sober uh, during during my my life as a Christian, and so yeah. that's why I came to CR. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. How about you, David? Um, so I did not want to come to CR. Another <laughs> <laughs> one. I did, uh, there was a, a brother, uh, Seth Jensen, that reached out to me. He well, actually, I came up to Seth Jensen. 
And I, I said, hey, I'm thinking about going to grief recovery. He said, uh, he was very straightforward with me. He said, tell me about your, your, like, your using history. Uh, I told him about my using history. And then he said, I think you should go to chemical recovery first. And uh, inside I was like, you're really dumb, but I'll do it. I'll do it because I, I'm, I trust you. Um, and it took about two months for me to, to realize that I had a problem. Um, writing the journal made it very, very obvious to me that I had a problem with substances. Um, and at that point is when I really started growing as a person. I feel like that's when my Christianity kicked off. I was a disciple for like three years at that point. And then since then, it's been about seven years. Wow. Wow. It's interesting to me how many had a hard time coming into CR and then realized how great it was mm-hmm. when, once you were in, in, into CR. Um, let me ask you this. How, how do you feel CR benefits others? It definitely helps with uh, emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. You know, t- statistics say that when you start abusing alcohol or drugs or any substances, you stop growing emotionally. And so for myself, at 26 years old, coming into the kingdom, I had used since I was 14. So emotionally, I was about 14 because yeah. you start using substances to deal with the the challenges and the emotions, good, bad, or, you know, otherwise. And so it helps people to get their character refined. It helps people to get in touch. It helps you to break past that glass ceiling with God and even in your relationship. Because if your relationship with God is relational, you know, then it helps you to get more in touch with that. Especially even now over the pandemic, alcohol sales have gone over 200% on online since Mm. the pandemic. And Mm. so there are a lot of people who are grieving Mm. and feeling different emotions that don't know how to deal with them and process them. CR helps you to get in touch with those emotions Mm -hmm. and to grow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Anyone else? How how do you feel like CR benefits others? I would say it helps people to take control of their lives, to to come to a realization that that there is uh, an issue. And that they can, it, it, it helps us through, through the Bible, helps them through the Bible to take control of their lives and to understand mm-hmm. the, the pain that it causes them, the pain that it causes God and the people around them, and to be able to help them to navigate through that. I think that's how it benefits people. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, many people don't, don't understand or realize what addiction is or, or if they even need it. And I think once they get in and, and see the process and understand where they've been and what they've been through and what their family and friends have been through, it helps them. It benefits yeah. them by, by giving them tools. Again, we're Bible-based mm-hmm. to navigate through, through uh, the addiction yeah. and to be able to be sober the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. How yeah. about you, Ken? Yeah, you know, I think it also gives people a safe place to be open. Um, I know that over the time that I used, there was a lot of things I was very ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And so CR, what happens and is said in CR stays in CR. We don't mm-hmm. share it with anybody. If I'm in CR and Lexus is not there... Um, I don't share what I hear in CR with her later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, very confidential. And so it allows people a safe place to be very open and vulnerable, even with things they may not have put even in their like sin talks before becoming a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of that, you can really work through the shame and you can really see that you're not alone in a lot of those situations. Other people have also gone through very difficult times, yeah. but have grown spiritually through them and learned how to really change their lives 
through really just getting help from one another. And so it's a very supportive ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. David, what do you get to add to that? Yeah, for me, uh, CR has been a second home. Uh Um, CR has been like the place where I feel like my father is, like every Tuesday I feel like I get to hear from God. Every Tuesday I feel like I get to, I I give God a chance to speak to me. Like, it was the most impactful times in my life in CR. Um, I had, the guys in CR told it to me straight. They told it to me with so much love and um, with so much, so much patience, especially because I got kicked out of CR so many times. Um, it took me a year to graduate CR, a, a year of going through this process. And so God was so patient with me, so loving with me, so honest with me. Um, and so it, it just really helped me to see, um, I guess, what I really needed to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. It's, it's amazing to me. What I'm hearing is, is it, you know, in one sense, somebody could think, well, I don't need CR because I can make it. I can survive. But it's not just about surviving. Mm-hmm. It's about really thriving mm-hmm. as a Christian. Yeah. And things that chemical addiction and, chem- and, and, and a past with 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 drugs and alcohol that debilitate you, and you may not even know how it debilitates mm-hmm. you, but NCR, you're seeing how it affects you. You're mm-hmm. seeing, mm-hmm. and it's kind of giving you a leg up to live the life that Jesus mm-hmm. called us to live. And, and, yeah. and the peace surrounding you with people that help us. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that um, uh, Michelle and I, we led a region in New Jersey, and uh, I asked one night, just out of curiosity at midweek, I said, how many of you are CR graduates? And it was seriously about 90% of our region. Mm-hmm. And our region was rock solid. I mean, our region had a really low fallaway rate. People were solid. Yeah. And yet, everybody came from this background. We all had this background. I mean, I include myself because I have that in my background. And, and, and yet, we were solid. And you yeah. compare that to another ministry where people didn't have that background, but they had a lot more people falling away. Or a lot more people struggling and relapsing. And the difference that CR can make in your life, I think, mm-hmm. is incredible. What's your What's your vision for CR in the future? We'll start with you. Put you first there. Right. <laughs> CR advocate. Um, I definitely would love to see uh, CR grow definitely more in, on the forefront of the ministry. There was a time that... CR, CR was thriving, you know, mm. where we had a graduation every year and yeah. almost a whole church would be at CR. Yeah. Um, I would love to see even more supportive services for CR. As a substance abuse counselor, um, there are some things that we can't tackle in CR because it's a ministry and everyone is not are not counselors. You know, you yeah. have people who are trained but they're not counselors. And so we have to refer people to facilities and inpatient um, type of facilities to get extra help. I would love to be able to use my professional ability to help people even further. Um, We have a nonprofit uh, with CR. And so we're trying to figure out how to utilize that to be able to offer those supportive services um, for uh, even more help that Mm. people can get. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Mm-hmm. David, what, what's your vision? Um, my vision is um, 
for people to take CR as seriously as they take uh, impurity, I feel like mm. I feel like CR. I feel like chemical use is um, it has this stigma. I feel like it has this this um, for some reason it's hard for people to talk about their usage. Mm. I want people to feel like like um, like the like you know how with purity. Um, I can't speak for other people, but about purity, for me, I feel like it's really on my heart. Like purity is really on my heart. It's it it's right in front of me, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, it hits me. Um, I feel like I would love for people to feel the same way. Like when they're when they're struggling with substance abuse, I would like them to think about it and, and for them to for it to hit their heart like impurity does, and for them to want to get open about it. And if they're not getting open about it, um, at least see it like it's something that they should get open about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Karen, what's your what's your vision for it? So my vision is that people of all walks of life would come to CR. So CR is not a closed ministry. You don't have to be a disciple. You don't have to attend our church to come to CR. You just have to be willing to recognize that God in the Bible is used to... Um, really that we see that as the power that changes our lives. We know that that Mm -hmm. is. Um, And so I'd like to see more people come to CR, like with their family members that maybe are struggling um, or other people. We've seen people that were not Christians come to CR and become Christians because of the CR ministry Mm -hmm. and the impact Jesus had in their life. CR really is just a ministry where Jesus heals our lives. Mm -hmm. And I'd really like to see that recognized not only inside of our church, but throughout just our society, allowing in our communities that we could come and have people come. And then I'd like to also see families get reconciled. Mm-hmm. Drug and alcohol abuse wrecks families. Yeah. It wrecked my family. Yeah. I praise God that my, me and my daughter Clarice have a great relationship now, but it really is CR that helped us to rebuild mm-hmm. that. Um, And so I'd like to see that, too. Families being reconciled and growing stronger together inside the kingdom and outside. Yeah, that's great. Montel, what's your thoughts on your vision for CR in the future? My vision for CR in the future is to see it grow, to see it get back to the place where it was, where we had a chemical recovery ministry in almost every region within the church. When when we had graduations before, there were class, there were graduates from from all over the church. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and also to see have have different time zones that we can mm-hmm. the people can come to CR, so to be able to grow the ministry, to be able to to, to raise up leaders, to have more availability for for people that want to come. Right now, we have people coming on Zoom, which makes it easier. Mm-hmm. But we, we would also like to be back in person again as well. Yeah. But in the meantime, <clears throat> we have Zoom, but still to have more leaders. Uh, to raise up in the church in more in more of the, the, the regions of the church so that we'd have more so it make it more accessible mm-hmm. for those who want to come out for those who want to have uh, to want to get sober those who want to get sober those who want to be a part of it yeah and so just to grow again uh, like it was it, it's shrunk a little bit over the years and so we mm-hmm. want to get it to get big again yeah thank you thank you anything else you want to add about the vision about the future of CR I, I would like to add something I was just thinking I would like for there to be more training as well, because I think that people have a misperception of what substance abuse looks like and what chemical recovery is all about, thinking that there are a lot of myths that come with that. You know, oh, 
I, I'm not on Skid Row or anything. Right, I'm okay. Right, right. Um, I I was a, a drug addict once upon a time in life, but now I just have drinks. Like I don't want to have to. I'm not an alcoholic. I was a drug addict, but you know, and it's kind of the same thing with with substance abuse. It affects our brain and that pleasure uh, principle thing, where it gives you just enough dopamine that you feel good. But when you switch from one thing, you want something else. And so we often do a lot of addiction switching, you know. Mm-hmm. But without training, without knowledge of a lot of these things that people don't realize that people don't realize that you switch from addictions just because you've stopped using drugs or even alcohol some people go to gambling some people go to shopping but it's all rooted in that same center that started that you just never got healed from it's kind of like walking around with a broken arm it'll heal on its own after a while but you won't be able to like really use it correct and so sometimes you have to break that bone and let it set properly mm-hmm. for you to get the full motion out so you can be up there using that <laughs> arm, you know? People get so used to walking around with limitations, just, I'm okay like this, I'm yeah. okay, and not reaching their full potential. And so I would love to just see more training and education so people can really understand more about, we're, we're not trying to shame anybody. We're not right, trying to tell right. people no drinking in the mm-hmm. in the church anymore. Like we're not trying to do that, but it is a serious problem that people need to be aware about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I I think um, it's one of those ministries that that oftentimes get over gets overlooked and, and misunderstood, like what you're saying. And I appreciate what you all are, are sharing. And I mean, I, for one, I, I, I welcome more teaching, more training opportunities. I think that would uh, really be great to raise the awareness of not only the need, but the victories that, that mm-hmm. come in it and how, how a lot of us can thrive and, and a lot of us can be healed mm-hmm. from, you know, the destruction of drug abuse, which uh, I'm just, I'm always amazed at how many of us have that in our families. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like every family has got some pretty serious damage because of drugs, because of alcohol. But also, you know, I think about, and, and I can say this to this day, the most powerful meetings I've ever been in in the church were CR graduations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd been the graduate, we, we, we had this place in Harlem and we would pack it and that we'd have the big CR graduations and <laughs> and I mean I'd be bawling. Mm-hmm. It was just so powerful yeah. to see people's lives transformed and to see the power of God in people's lives, mm-hmm. you know, and see yeah. how their lives are transformed, how they're set free. And then equally inspiring is to see the hope that that gives their children. Mm-hmm. I had to do a um it, it was a family tree. It was in a psychology class, a family therapy class. And I had to put, like, you know, my parents, my grandparents, their, their parents, and next to their names, like any addictions, alcohol, drugs, or anything, divorce, violence, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And my tree was a mess. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. And all kinds of stuff. And on both my side and, my, and Michelle's side, there's alcoholism, drug abuse, violence. And it just goes generation to generation to generation. Mm-hmm. But then it stopped with Michelle and I. Mm-hmm. And... My kids didn't grow up in that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and that's the Beautiful. hope that Jesus brings. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. many of those things I learned in CR, because I went through CR in New York. They made me go through it. There was yeah. no option, you know. Because <laughs> if you're going to leave this, especially my region, they're like, if you're going to leave this region, my region was like, you're going to go through CR. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. It was amazing, you know. And, and yeah. I learned so much. And uh, I really hope to see it a big part of our ministry here. I think mm-hmm. even us as Metro, yeah. this should be one of our pillars, you mm-hmm. know, that helps us not only to help the church and the disciples, but even as outreach to the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because so many people are struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And it's not an obvious thing. I mean, you, you could mm-hmm. see somebody walk into work and they look perfectly fine, mm-hmm. and you don't know that they spend the weekend sleeping in their car because they passed out or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of the hidden secret sin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the abuse of opioids and prescription medicines mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, and I know that there's, just by the sheer number, there are, there are people, and I say people, brothers and sisters watching right now that are in addiction mm-hmm. and need to face this, need to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get help. Get help. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of us that are dealing with it in our families, get help. Mm-hmm. You know, learn. I mean, I learned a, a ton going through CR and participating in CR. So thank you really to you guys for what you've done for keeping the, 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 the fire burning, so to speak, about this. Mm-hmm. And you have my full support, you know, that we, we train, we teach, we, we move forward with this. I think it's, it really is such an incredible ministry. And uh, whatever we need to do to keep growing and to, to raise the awareness in the region. So thank you. Thank you for tonight. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, let's keep talking about more, what more we can do. And if you have any questions about CR, please. Yeah. You got you got our ex, our experts right here. Feel free to to you, you know them. You know, grab them on Sunday, grab them and uh, ask the questions. And really, you know, it's it, it makes sometimes it just takes a step of faith. Mm-hmm. You know that, that this is this is as I think Karen shared or somebody shared that this might be how God is trying to help you. You shared that this might be how God is trying to give you victory in your mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. through a ministry like CR. So thank you. Love everybody. Buen Camino. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 